She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. This episode is brought to you by our patron, Christopher Tate, and the podcast focusing on inner party conflict, Sounds Like Crows. listening to episode 120 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hey everyone, I'm Andy, and on today's episode, my co-host Senda and I are playing the very exciting game currently on Kickstarter, Visigoths versus Molgoths. That's right, we're talking about the ancient warriors meet 90s Molgoths. It's, it makes more sense when you get into the game. We've got Great guests lined up, obviously, me and Senda. We have Ange from Gnome Stew. We have Rach from One Forward and Quincy, also from the internet. So pick up your battle axes and glow sticks and let's get on with the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to She's a Super Geek. I'm Senda. And on today's episode, I've got some awesome people with me. Of course, my co-host, Andy. And we're going to go down the line and have people introduce themselves because I got a bunch of people today. Angela Murray. Hi, Ange. Hi, guys. I'm Ange. It's lovely to have you back. Tell us where people can find you on the internet. You can find me on the internet at Gnome Stew. I'm also I'm an author there, and I also kind of wrangle the Gnome Cast. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at orikes13. O r i k e s thirteen. Though I will warn you, Instagram is mostly just pictures of my cats. Yeah, but they're adorable cats. They are. I love your cats. <laughs> and then we also have the amazing Rach Shelkey. Hey, Rach. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me on today. I'm Rach Shelke, co-host of Plus One Forward, the podcast powered by the apocalypse. Yay! Where do people find that on the interwebs? So you can find us on Twitter at plus number one FWD. And from there, you'll see our latest episodes and links to go download them. Yay! Woo. Cool. And hey, Quincy. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Not bad. Oh my gosh, I'm super happy to have you here. Woo! <laughs> Will you tell people a little bit about you and where people can find you on the interwebs? Oh, I just have an RPG RPG problem, and they can find me at I am a red crayon on Twitter. At some point, I want to hear the story behind that name. Oh, it was a band. Is it really a problem? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> It's only a problem if you admit it's a problem. No one's done any interventions on my behalf yet, so I feel like we're still good. <sighs> Ideally, a myth or a woman. <laughs> That's a Twitter problem, not an RPG yeah. problem. That's fair. <laughs> it's oh, is this technically talk? both. Do we get to talk about moomins? Okay, anyway, so moving right along. <laughs> Tonight, we are playing Lucian Khan's Mogoths versus. Ooh, I said it backwards. Tonight we are playing Lucian Khan's Visigoths versus Molgoths, which I am super excited about. It is on Kickstarter starting today, so you should probably go check it out if you enjoy this episode. Visigoths versus Molgoths is a tabletop role-playing game and dating sim about the conflicts and romances among the warriors who sacked ancient Rome and the 20th century spooky teens set in a shopping mall in Los, in a Los Angeles suburb in 1996. And there are a lot of bisexuals. <laughs> so many bisexuals. 
I did not realize this was a partial dating sim. It is. Yes. Please lean into that. It, it, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never warms, leaned into anything in my life. It warms my heart. <laughs> so a quick background on our story before we jump in and get started and introduce our characters. Long ago, the Visigoths sacked Rome in search of a homeland. But just last year, a careless suburban Molgoth with a Ouija board evoked an entire community of Visigoths into 1996 from the distant past. At first, the Visigoths were confused by the modern world, but they adapted quickly and soon began setting up their own stores in the mall. Their ultimate goal, to conquer the entire mall, and maybe one day, Los Angeles itself. The Visigoths have never forgiven the Molgoths for uprooting them. The Molgoths have never forgiven the Visigoths for trying to push them out of the mall. This means war. Put a dramatic noise in here, please, future Andy. Awesome. So with all that out of the way, let's go ahead and introduce our characters for today. Let's just start with you, Andy. Who are you going to be playing tonight? I am playing a Visigoth. Her name is Gelvira. <laughs> and must be pronounced with, with a lot of emphasis. antagonism and emphasis and aggression. in the voice, please. Yes. No, not right. <laughs> Visigoths are not Russian. Don't you have a degree in I history? I said aggression, not Russian. Oh, aggression. Sorry. <laughs> I miss her. Aggression, Russian, I mean... You know... Yeah, so... Gavira is a runecaster. She glows like a bad 80s movie effect, as left over from the magic that pulled her forward in time. So she can do cool stuff with runes. She is a Germanic polychristian, is what I'm calling their <laughs> religion. That is amazing. We'll figure out what we'll, we may get to what that means, or we may just let that go. I'm not going to say my embarrassing trait yet. I don't think. Yeah, that's Galvira. She does magic. That's fine. We don't have to list embarrassing traits. I'm your goal as a character be a reveal. is to make that come out and happen. Cool. And then next down the line, just because this is the order that I can see you all in, Ange, tell us about your character. Hi, I'm playing Aurora. Aurora is a theater <laughs> tech. Uh, Aurora is definitely absolutely a goth, regardless of how chipper she absolutely always is. And she looks like she fell into a wardrobe and then walked out <laughs> with whatever stuck. Is it all black, though? Yes. Maybe. Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> and, and she absolutely was not responsible for that fire that happened the last time uh, things kind of went sideways. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Of course not. Definitely. And she's not the reason there was a fire when there was a costume test for a show and the wrong girl got the part. No idea what you're talking about. Yep. And cool. she has she has very bad taste in music, i.e. she has an over-exuberance for show tunes. Mm -hmm. You're like the worst goth ever. <laughs> or the best. Or, the, or best. the best. Yeah. One or the other. No in-betweens. Okay, Quincy, tell me about your character. I am playing Jesselric. I glow black and red. Lots of furs. And I am conquering this mall for the person of my affection. Are you saving the reveal on that person for later? The one they call the Heath Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not yet well known. Just do not tell Gavari. Galvira. Galvira. Don't tell Galvera. Gel. 
Gel. Vir. Dir. Ah. Ah. Gal. Gelvira. Gelvira. Okay. Just don't tell her. And Rach, tell me about your Molgoth. Yep, I'm playing one of the Molgoths. I'm playing Cyan the Fox, who is a late 90s furry, way too into Sonic the Hedgehog. Her pronouns are she, her. She's uh, dressed up in sort of like a cyber goth outfit. So imagine baggy pants that have lots of room for storing spare electronics that may have been shoplifted from uh, Radio Shack. And certain straps are holographic. There's glow sticks because LEDs aren't particularly cheap at this point. And I've got cute blue fox ears. I don't have a tail anymore, though. And (laughs) that's Aurora's Mm. fault. (laughs) La, 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 la. (laughs) I can't imagine what happened. Yep, no idea at all. That's the last time I sneak out pyrotechnic for you. God. So that is our cast for this evening. And... There's a couple things to remember. The first is that our Visigoths have sort of integrated into modern society. So um, they do things like, you know, they have at least some idea of how to use computers and have email addresses and all of that kind of thing. We are going to all of us start in the mall, of course. But specifically, we are going to start in uh, Floppy Joe's Cyber Chili. Floppy Joe's Cyber Chili is a dial-up internet cafe run by Joe. This is kind of the the hangout place where there's internet, but you are, of course, paying by the minute. I'm envisioning that we have Galvira and Gisselric sitting on one side, typing away on computers, and then on the other side of Floppy Joe's Cyber Chili, we have Aurora and Psy sitting there typing away on computers. There's a couple of things happening, which is kind of cool and exciting. You all just got an email, which is surrounded by this adorable clip art of pink hearts and flying cupids, and some of them are flapping because gifts, which says, don't forget to find a date for tonight's Valentine's Day skate at Hypergirl Roller Rink. All stores will be temporarily closed in the late evening so employees can join in the festivities. No horseplay. Jizzlerick. Yes. We don't have horses anymore. Why am I carrying <laughs> around this saddle then? Because it makes you stronger. I'm going to find something to mount on this day. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. <laughs> wow. That all just happened. Okay. There is also a chain letter going around, which is the Omnigoth purity test, which I am going to paste into our chat so that you have it available to you. But for our listeners at home, so that you can also play the Omnigoth purity test game, the questions go like this. Have you ever made out with someone on a food court table? On the ramp of a skee-ball machine, covered in bubbles, while going up the down escalator, while wearing only a bone and sinew codpiece, <laughs> while wearing a catcher's mask, while riding the same skateboard, while riding separate ponies, while riding the same sheep, while tied up with rope, while haunted? Have you ever made out with three people in one day? Three people of three different genders in one day? A werewolf? 
Have you ever gotten in trouble with your parents? Gotten kicked out of a store? Offended a deity? Please consider, of your Omnigoth purity test here, please consider that three of these are your quest for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You don't actually have to accomplish them. They are all things that you could accomplish in this mall. But maybe for the point of being a little bit shorter, maybe pick one that is one that you want to add to your list for your purity test to check off that list before the day is over. I want to know where the sheep are. I'm going to choose the sheep. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's good that Gizzelrick is carrying around that saddle. It has been a long time since I have made out with anyone on a sheep. (laughs) Today I will offend every deity. Every deity. <laughs> Every deity? Yes. Wow. Uh, are you Are you sure, my friend? I'll offend Thor and Jesus. <laughs> oh, the holy trinity of the Germanic poly-Christian faith <laughs> is, of course, Thor, Loki, and Jesus. <laughs> you do not wish to offend Loki? <laughs> I'll offend Loki as well. With my spear. I will not stand for it. So don't do it around me. Well, don't do the sheep in front of me. (laughs) Well, fine. I didn't want to make out with you anyway. (laughs) Aurora or Sai, do you have any specific impulses of things you might want to accomplish from this list today? I think Sai is looking over the list and pondering how she could rig the HVAC system to make a bunch of bubbles and just pump <laughs> bubbles yes. into the roller rink. It's oh the roller rink God. we're going to, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Hyper girl roller rink. So she leans over to Aurora and says, so I'm not, I'm not saying that you would know this, but where could we get like a ton of bubble bath around here? <laughs> I'm not saying that you'd be into that sort of thing, but... Well, um, I mean, there's a gerbil. Essences would have lots of bubble bath. You don't count as a werewolf, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I knew it! God damn it, Ange. I knew it. Um, um... I mean, I mean, like, the animal you identify with is transient, but wolves have just never... I know a lot of wolves, but it's, it's not my thing. And I mean, like, foxes aren't really... They're not, they're not really dogs, but they're not really... They're not cats. They're kind of... I mean, they're kind of like cat puppies. That's why some of us like them. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, gerbil, gerbil essences should have enough bubble stuff to turn into bubble giant bubble but bubble 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 bath yeah like that time we did oklahoma and we couldn't actually do like like wind and stuff like that and somebody (laughs) ended up putting bubble stuff into the wind machine and basically during the big dramatic dance scene that i mean they couldn't really dance it's just a high school but uh they they was just bubbles floating through the sky Oh, yeah. Not that I'm stealing ideas or anything like that. Like, this is completely sprung out of my head. I'm not taking anything. Okay. (laughs) No. Uh, Also, do you know if there's ghosts around here? I haven't seen any lately. I haven't seen any ghosts. 
But I mean, that doesn't mean it's not haunted. Right? That feels like a dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I totally, I'm totally buying that as a dot, dot, dot. Okay. I have a little bit of mall rat legwork to do here really quickly. So five minutes before everyone's internet expires, the Visigoths press send on this email. And I'm going to ask one of the Visigoths to read this. Um, or to sh- you can share it <laughs> however you want to do it. Dearest Molgost, we have captured teen boy Raven Goldberg and are holding him hostage somewhere in this mall. We won't let him go unless you agree to stop hanging out on the bottom floor of the mall once I find my way back down there. If you (laughs) don't agree to the deal before Valentine's Day skate tonight, Raven Goldberg shall be inducted into the Visigoth Society. He shall look most attractive. In armor. <laughs> Sincerely yours, the, the Visigoths. <laughs> across the room, Aurora suddenly stands up, pushing her chair back dramatically, slamming her hands up. They took Raven! So just so that we're all clear here, Raven is the most handsome guy in the whole mall. Other than Heath Ledger. <laughs> oh, Heath Ledger's hammer. <laughs> Hi, via the channels that I originally contacted all of you on, I have now sent you some information that should be shared among the Visigoths and among the Malgoths, but that information is not to cross those lines. You have a special little thing. Oopsies, I just realized I forgot to fill in a blank on the Visigoths there. <laughs> yes, you did. Hang on. But that's okay. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite editor of Sass Geek, Andy, here, to tell you what the Mallgoths and the Visigoths got from their mall rat. Now, you might be wondering how important these things are, and let me tell you, one of our groups takes these messages extremely seriously, and one, well, kind of just ignores them. This is what the Mallgoths got. Raven Goldberg, age 17, pleather-clad mall goth, is the youngest and best DJ at the community college radio station and your only friend with a car. You need him back, but you refuse to give up the bottom floor of the mall. Quest goal? Find Raven Goldberg and bring him to a safe place. Start by asking clerks for information. And this is what the Visigoths got. Raven Goldberg is being held in a secret area of Darkade. Quest goal. Distract the Malgoths from finding and rescuing Raven before the Valentine's Day skate by interfering with their love lives, battling them, converting them to a new religion, convincing them to get makeovers, etc. Additional info. Nobody told you? Which of your fellow Visigoths were responsible for the kidnapping itself? How they did it? Or where exactly Raven is hidden in Darkade? But you suspect Everick, that sniveling coward from Tiny Yotan Adventures, did some of the dirty work. Try to keep his whiny mouth shut without tipping off the Malgoths. And now, dear listeners, thus edified, I take you back to the actual play. (laughs) 
Ange, why do you care about Raven Goldberg? Why does Aurora care about Raven Goldberg? Aurora cares about Raven Goldberg because he is... He has been one of the few people that actually expressed an interest in some of the music she likes. That's awesome, like the show tunes? Yes. And Sai, why, why do you care about Raven? Raven lets me play around with his DJ equipment. Do you know how hard it is to get up close to some of that stuff? Uh-huh. Turntables are so cool. <laughs> They're like, cyber. He has like two table, two turntables and a microphone. Wow. Two at once. Isn't that so hot? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Galvira, is there anyone else that you feel like you need to send a message to before your time runs out on the internet? Yes, I would like to send a message to my boyfriend. <laughs> uh-huh. On the live journal. Uh-huh. No, wait. On the MySpace. Or, or AIM. I w- <laughs> oh, or AIM? Which, yeah. which one is it? <laughs> I probably AIM. Unless you want to yeah. write a, a blurb about him. On the AIM. Who, who's, who's your boyfriend? My boyfriend is the famous legendary actor, Heath Ledger. <laughs> From 10 Things I Hate About You, (laughs) that was the saddest movie I have ever seen. (laughs) He ended up with a woman who could neither protect him in battle, nor drink him under a table. How do you feel about the way that he hasn't been responding to you recently? He gets busy. (laughs) Hollywood. Australia. He gets busy. Um, Gisselrick, is there anything you want to do before your internet runs out? <laughs> I am going to, as well, send a message to Heath Ledger. <laughs> you are strong like Thor's hammer. I want to put my fingers through your fur. <laughs> I want to wrestle my face on your face like wolves in the wild. <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> I hate it when you don't respond. I hate it when you make me cry. <laughs> Two. Um, I hate it uh, when I don't know exactly how to count to ten. Please respond. Galvira! <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Aurora or Sai, do you have any last-minute activities before the internet cuts out? I have a thought, and tell me if it's overreaching. Mm. I wish to hack Heath Ledger's dating account. How would I do that? You uh, would roll 2d6. So, plus my hack electronics roll, if that counts, that's uh-huh. an 8. Oh, I guess I should roll as random NPC person's Heath Ledger account. Heath Ledger <laughs> Quote, unquote. Quotes. Yes, yeah. in air quotes, Heath Ledger from the internet that none of you have ever met, just spoken to online. He is my boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh. We are in love. Yeah, you, like, somebody had that account once, but it's been yours for a while. (laughs) So, Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) What are the two Visigoth screen names? Galvira the Goth. 569-864. I cannot even count to ten! (laughs) Do okay. that put in more numbers? One, 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 one. <laughs> yes. Galvira the Goth. One, 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 one. 
<laughs> Mine is uh, the terrifying boar. <laughs> Did he misspell boar? Yeah, it looks like it's spelled like boar. Like, like you're a boring person? Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So before my time runs out, now that I've hacked Heath Ledger's account, I send back to the two uh, Visigoths messaging, quote-unquote, Heath Ledger, tell me of your latest conquest, understanding it'll be about a couple hours before I'll get an answer. <laughs> because we don't have access to the internet for that long, right? <laughs> There's no smartphones. There's no smartphones. And you run out of time. <laughs> and the internet turns <laughs> off. <laughs> Is Aurora going to do anything? Oh, sorry. No, I was probably just watching over Sai's shoulders, giggling to myself. Shh, shh, shh. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh, my my darling Heath is on a movie shoot. (laughs) He is so attentive, even when he is on another continent. I feel like you're starting. Like, what are the first two words of the sentence before the internet's gone that you start to write? Oh, back to Heath? Yeah. I think we should meet. <laughs> right. I think we should. Internet's gone. <laughs> if only there were a way to video chat Heath. <laughs> and I just stand up and pace around behind desk like, what have I conquered? I am not a conqueror. Dizzleric, <laughs> you seem upset. I don't read emotions well. <laughs> Yes, I would be very upset. Well, good, I'm glad you are not. Thank you very much. Because you use the future tense, which means you are not currently. Grammar. <laughs> okay. Hashtag. Grammar. Hashtag. I feel like hashtag is a little early. <laughs> I should conquer this cafe. It's like a decade and a half early. No. Yeah. <laughs> the... We we have we have agreed the cafe is neutral ground. We cannot fight here. Wait until the roller skating dance. <laughs> oh skating. <laughs> I know. I have not conquered it either. I could ride into battle on any number of large animals or small animals or medium sized animals. I could ride them all! I just whoosh and then ground. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot even stand up on skates. It feels like drinking a whole lot. It does. Without the vomits. And this is very unsatisfying without the vomits. <laughs> As the Mulgoths say, the boot in rally is the best part. So at this point, Joe, who is an, an aging black man with big, thick glasses and a, like a, a shirt that's been hand puff painted with a giant floppy disk that says Aww. Floppy Joes, sticks his head around the corner and says, uh, you guys going to buy some more time? Or are you just going to hang out? Okay. It's cool. Do you want some more chili? Get that vile substance away from me. Hey, have any of you seen Hemlock? You should just remind him he's got to be home by like six tonight, okay? When you of get, course. I mean, next time you're down there, just let him, just, I'm just, just making sure. We will journey to hail Saturn and conquer it. <laughs> Isn't that already ours? Conquer it again. Yes, we will conquer it again. 
and then we will feast. Very good. Let's feast on the Satan. 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 <laughs> Satan is different. Satan is a meat alternative, and we are Visigoths. We eat meat. <laughs> okay, brilliant. I'm going to cut this scene here. <laughs> So from here, what we're going to do is we're going to do chunks of time. So we're going to do a chunk of time. We're going to see what the Mogoths do. Then we're going to do a chunk of time to see what the Visigoths do. Cool. And since we just ended on a bunch of Visigoths, um, I think we should start with Mogoths. It's hard just not to leave the camera on them. I know. <laughs> That's what I was doing. But I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> we are more interesting. This is why Raven wishes to join us. Does he, he came know? of his own free will. Raven's clearly a furry. You don't get it. I mean, look at his name. I mean, if anything, Raven would be a feathery. You know nothing. No Ow. fighting God. in the internet cafe, please. He's got a point. He would be a feathery, not a furry. Have you ever noticed how his hair looks just like Heath Ledger? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Only darker. Would Raven count as a werewolf? Maybe. We could ask him if he's into werewolves or if he is a werewolf. Okay. Wait. Werewolf? Werewolf. What is a werewolf? <laughs> Bye. They wear wolves. <laughs> Let's just skitter away. Is is Jizzlerick a werewolf? Look how he werewolves. <laughs> he wears wolves. <laughs> I hold up one of the furs on Chisel Rick's. <laughs> hey, like, put that down! <laughs> you have nothing to be embarrassed of. You are a fine strapping Visigoth. Molgoths. <laughs> hey, Aurora, if you were hiding a raven somewhere in this mall and you were thinking like a goth, where would you hide a raven? Where would I hide a raven? Where would I hide a raven? Um, Not in a writing desk. Damn it, Sunday, I was going to make that joke later. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, probably not the roller rink because we're going to be there later and that would be kind of anti-dramatic to have him hidden there when we need to find him elsewhere, if that makes sense. Well, you'd want the big reveal at the roller rink, but you wouldn't hide him there because we'd look there first. No, you wouldn't hide him there. Oh, where where would place be big enough? I mean, it could be Hell Satin because they could hide him in one of the fake beds because they're just boxes. They're what? <laughs> They're not real beds. Have, have you, haven't you ever tried to jump on one? It hurts. You didn't invite me when you were jumping on the beds on Hail Satin? I mean, I was with Raven. <laughs> My heart. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, size ears drop a little bit, or droop a little bit, rather. Well, we can go there now and look, and, and you can see that you can't really jump on those beds anyway. I mean, they were always weird because they were kind of, like, sh too short to be a real bed. Anyway, we'll go there and check. Cool. Okay, so you're going to... You're going the to same place as us. Hail Satin. <laughs> Let's go conquer Hemlock before those Visigoths show up. So, Hail Satin is a demonic bed and bath store with black terry cloth curtains. You head into Hail Satin. As you're coming in, there's, there's a, a cute black kid behind the counter... He's like 17 and he's wearing like a black trench coat with the arms cut off of it oh, and like God. black lipstick. <laughs> he's pretty cute. Hey guys. Hi, Hemlock. How are you? Hey, um, 
So my boss asked me to make sure that you don't jump on the beds this time because it was like really a pain to clean up because they're not actually like beds, right? That's cool, right? We're cool. Aurora said they were boxes. Are they really boxes? Yeah, they're just like these weird box things. I don't know. I mean, we have to set them up sometimes. Sorry. We have to set them up sometimes when they don't have the beautiful satin sheets on them. These satin. Did you did you touch the satin? It's very smooth. I goes to touch the satin and then peek under the edge of the satin. What's underneath? <laughs> a box. <laughs> like a wooden frame. <laughs> Is it a box big enough to hold a raven? Sure. I knock on the side of the box. There's no one home in the boxes. What are you doing, Sai? I want to touch the satin. Can I touch the satin? Come yeah. let, let me touch the satin. Oh, can I can can I can I touch my face to it? I want to touch my face to it. So at this point, a girl comes out of the back and she sees you guys there. She's wearing a long black velvet corset and skirt and like boots with massive heels, chunky ones and black velvet choker. And you know that this is Nocturne. She sees you like rubbing your face all over the bed and she sees while Sai is like ripping the sheets off and like banging on it. (laughs) And she just looks at Hemlock like, you were supposed to not let them do weird things to the beds again. <laughs> what What is happening? And he's like, well, I don't know. They just wanted to touch the satin and it was so soft. How could I stop them? Have you felt this? Yeah. It's so plush. No, but I put it on like in the mornings and stuff. Like that's what they pay me for. Oh, 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 your dad said something, I think. Oh, my God. Joe's his dad, right? Joe's his dad, right? Yeah, Joe is Hemlock's dad. Sai's <laughs> not 100% on the up and up. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Aurora, do you remember what the message was? No, it's okay. It's okay. You don't need to tell. It's really, it's really so embarrassing. Just, it, never mind. No, he, no, I'm not related to him at all. Go home. Right now? It was like, I mean, he didn't make it sound that urgent, but it was, Yeah. Well, like, I'm in, like, the middle of my shit, but he's, like, still here. Maybe it's, like, go home when both your shifts are done. Maybe he doesn't want you at the dance tonight. Oh, whatever. I, I don't I don't even care what the message was. If he wants to talk to me, he can come down here and talk to me. But he doesn't have anybody else to watch his store. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> hey, uh, Hemlock, have you seen Raven around anywhere? Or like a raven-shaped lump in a burlap sack or something like that? <laughs> raven-shaped lump. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Raven, 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 raven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the DJ, right? Yeah, hot guy. Hot guy, DJ. Yeah, he totally is. Yeah. Battery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen him today at all. When's the last time you've seen him? I don't know. I think he was in like last week with his parents, but you know, like, e. <laughs> right? He comes to the mall with their parents. I know exactly. God. Right. So, um, he, 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 I, I gave him the respect of like not forcing him to, you know, be embarrassed by that situation. So, that was really nice of you, not Hemlock. Thanks. Did you know, um, did you know Latin? It's a what? 
what? what? What? What? And he just like spouts this like beautiful phrase in Latin, like while his eyes are locked with yours, Aurora. And then he's like, so, you know, whatever. And then he like turns and walks away. Aurora does the, you know, as he's talking, she does the kind of melt into, you know, the gaze. And then as he walks away, it's like the stumble forward just a couple of steps because. But I'm supposed to make out with you now. (laughs) (laughs) Even though no one has any idea what he said. Is there anything else that you guys want to do in Hail Satan while you're here? Damn it. Hail Satan while you're here. Check as many of the bed boxes as we can before Nocturne throws us out. Yeah, sure. You know what? Go ahead and roll 2d6 for me. Are you using a particular skill? Uh, Let me check my skills. I should probably avoid pyrotechnics. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Maybe. Unless you want to explode the beds. There's a Um, cloth around here. I'll use costumes. Oh yeah, I can. I can play with. I know how to play with the fabric. Yeah, you do. That's gonna be a total of seven. On behalf of the world, I also got a seven. What does that mean, Senda? Good question. Something outrageous is gonna happen. Is what's gonna happen right here? As you are looking under one of the beds, you notice a little bit of motion. Oh, oh, there's motion under this bed, and then as you put your hand through the slats of the box under the bed, it starts touching like curly hair, like Raven's hair. Oh. And it's black, like Raven's hair. And then it turns what? and it goes, Meh. and yes. bursting out from under the bed is a black sheep. <laughs> Instinctively, I bark at it. <laughs> it's a sheep. <laughs> and so at this point, the sheep now goes like, dashing through the store and it's overturning stands full of like glittery like weird bedside table knickknacks in black and shininess and like ripping the satin bed sheets off of all of the boxes immediately nocturne and hemlock are both like chasing it through the store and on that note You know, like that expression, like a sheep in a bed store. Yeah, like a sheep in hail satin. Just sheeping along. We hope you enjoyed episode 120 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, go out and give us a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcatcher of choice. You can check us out on the internet, sasgeek.com, or on our favorite place to hang out, Twitter, at Podcast. You can get Visigoths versus Molgoths on Kickstarter as of today, the release date. If you're listening to this after the release date, you might want to just double check. And yeah, if it's, you know, like October 2019, you're probably good. If it's any later than that, you definitely want to double check. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, tour dates, and merch online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to listen in in two weeks for the conclusion of our goth versus goth action. Defenses.